Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker, and this is our annual Halloween Spooktacular. Now, don't turn the episode off just yet. You may not be interested in a spooky Halloween episode. But I have a surprise for you. This episode is a non-scary Halloween celebration. We're going to talk about things that are creepy, slimy, scientific. But we're not going to turn scary. So I urge you to stick with us. And let's get started. Halloween is one of the highlights of the entire year when you are a child. There is something exciting about the combination of dress up and make believe and taking on a new role and running through the neighborhood. <laughs> going door to door to get all kinds of tricks, treats, and goodies. It's a rite of passage in a way. It's just a thing you do when you're a kid. Now, times have changed since probably most of us who are listening to this have been children ourselves. And... Halloween has taken on a very different representation. Most kids don't go door to door anymore. We do trunken treats or we do Halloween parties or we do group events, usually that are more controlled and that are usually indoors. But that doesn't mean it has to lose any of its fun. And the fun is what I want to inspire you with today. I want to encourage you to make Halloween a learning and a skill-building experience. And as you do this, you can tie all kinds of different experiences into it that I'm going to get into a little bit later in the episode. But I want to share some of the elements that you can tie into your Halloween spooktacular. So as I said, I want to encourage you to make it, if you're not going for the spooky, scary, creepy, slimy, scientific angle, another angle you can take is a learning and a skill building exploration or experience. You can set up experiences that help kids overcome fears or explore things that they wouldn't otherwise engage on their own. You can help kids build new skills like overcoming their fears, building their communication skills, You can even 
explore subject learning if you want to put more of an educational spin on something like Halloween. And you can do that by creating experiences around chemistry or biology or physical science. You can center your gathering or your Halloween celebration around learning challenges. Perhaps you set up trivia games or interactive stories. That was always one of my favorites as a kid where usually the host of the party would set up a sensory story. And this is something that I haven't talked about in a while, but I have spoken about it in previous episodes. Um, but this works really great for Halloween because you can let your imagination go crazy and you can really gross the kids out with the sensory experiences that you tie into the story. And I'm going to give you an example. Say you tell a story about a haunted house and you, as part of the story, navigate the kids through the haunted house. And you say something like, you break into this haunted house going through the front window. And as you climb over the front window sill, you step down into a pile of some sort of a substance that makes a squish. And suddenly, your socks are wet. And so, the first sensory experience that they would have would be to stick their hands in a bag. We always used a bag because at the end of it, you have to guess what the different elements were. And in the bag, you could put a pile of cooked spaghetti or pumpkin guts with a few seeds still in it. You could get as gross or not gross as you wanted to. And as you passed each um, experience around the circle so that everyone got a chance to feel them, you have to write down what you think each thing was. So you'd have to write down what it was you thought the pile was that they stepped in. So that's a fun game that is a learning and a skill building challenge that works on sensory exposure and listening skills and building relationships. Another kind of activity that you can include in your celebration is a scavenger hunt. And scavenger hunts are fun for everybody. I've seen Halloween scavenger hunts done with adults. And you can imagine that they got a little crazy. I've seen Halloween scavenger hunts done with teenagers who had a blast. And I personally have used Halloween scavenger hunts in classrooms that I have 
been a part of over my years of teaching. And kids have a blast. And Halloween scavenger hunts are really great for teamwork and critical thinking. And you can tie other learning into it, like science and math equations. So you can give kids clues as to, say, for instance, a specific animal that they're looking for an item that is connected to that animal. So you could give them clues that make them use their critical thinking to figure out what the object might be that is connected to a specific animal that they're looking for. And another fun Halloween theme that I love to use is centered around experiences. Uh, Excuse me, not experiences, experiments. So experiments are great for getting kids to test ideas, to learn about cause and effect, to learn about chemical reaction. And so you can do all kinds of fun experiments, mixing ingredients together to come up with concoctions, potions, all kinds of fun activities. Some of my favorite topics or themes to use to engage learning and skill building as you have and explore some Halloween fun are the following. Bugs. If you've listened to my podcast or followed me through social media for any length of time, you know that bugs is one of my all-time favorite themes to explore with kids from all kinds of different angles, whether it's learning about the bugs themselves, or it's overcoming fears, or it's something like this to celebrate Halloween in a non-scary way. I love to get kids to explore bugs and to learn about the different kinds of bugs, and you can tie all different kinds of activities into your exploration of bugs. So you can classify bugs. You can classify bugs by bugs that fly, bugs that crawl, bugs that walk, bugs that hop, bugs that chirp, bugs that sing, bugs that hiss, bugs that sting, bugs that don't. The categories could go on and on and on. So this is a great way to engage in learning activities while you have some Halloween fun. You can also learn about the individual and different kinds of bugs by labeling. So you can label the type of bug they are. You can label how they move, how they communicate, 
their different body parts. You can also compare and contrast them to other species of bugs. Another favorite activity that I love to offer kids of all ages goes right along with my scientific experiments that I talked about a second ago, and it's Mad Scientist Lab. It is one of my favorites because it's all about science and science learning and science experimentation. So you can learn about all kinds of aspects of science and you can learn about cause and effect and chemical reaction as you make your own potions. But the fun thing is that you can make up stories about your potion, what it's used for, how you created it, what ingredients did you use, how much that gets into math and measuring and motor skills as you scoop and stir and pour and measure. Mad Scientist Lab can be a great way to explore emotions with kids or fears or, well, fears in the sense that you can engage things that kids are afraid of. Perhaps they're afraid to explore bugs. So perhaps you offer gummy worms instead of real worms and you encourage them to add these things to their quote-unquote potions, which gives them real-life visual opportunities to experience and experiment with what happens when you add things like gummy worms to different kinds of liquids. So maybe you use green soda to add the worms to, to create a slimy, gooey concoction. And maybe they use their slimy, gooey concoction to keep the monsters that they're afraid of in the dark away from them. Another great mad scientist lab activity is sensory bottles, which you can create all different kinds of concoctions. You can make some sensory bottles that are water-based, some that are goop-based, some that are slime-based, some that are glow-in-the-dark, and you experiment with all the different ingredients that cause these things to happen, um, which is a great way to help kids overcome a fear of the dark. If they can create their own concoction that makes them feel brave, Perhaps it's silly putty that they create with their potion or their concoction that they play with before they go to bed that helps them not be afraid of the dark because perhaps it has glow-in-the-dark beads in it. So you can do different things like this. Another fun theme 
that I love to use throughout the year, but especially around Halloween time, is one that I created and call Silly Monsters. Now, we know a lot of kids, most kids actually, have a fear of the dark at some point in their life. Or they have a fear of unknown places. And using silly monsters is a great way to get kids to build language and critical thinking to create monsters that have superpowers that can protect them from different things that they are afraid of. This is a great way to help kids overcome fear and anxiety and stress and anger and aggression. So you allow them to use art supplies or other loose parts to create a silly monster that helps them overcome their anxiety of separation or their fear, fear of being around other people or their fear of the dark or whatever it might be. And they get to express themselves creatively. <laughs> Sorry. They get to have this thing that now gives them a sense of security. And they get to express their emotions through these different monsters that they build. Another great theme that I have put together over the years that kids love throughout the year, again, but especially at this time because it involves a lot of dress-up and make-believe play, is superheroes. So superheroes can help kids build their confidence, and so can silly monsters. Confidence is another thing that silly monsters can help kids build and explore. But superheroes is a great way to engage gross motor skills. It's a great way to get kids creatively thinking, to build their language as they create stories around their superheroes that they're going to create, and what their superpowers are, and what their kryptonite is. Maybe they call it something else and not kryptonite. But super superheroes is a really fun way for kids to take on an alter ego to help them overcome something that they are struggling with. So these are some of the fun ways that you can have a non-scary Halloween spooktacular of your very own. So I went about this episode a little backwards because I wanted to dive deep into the fun stuff. And I'm going to get back to our last fun theme after I give you some information that I hope you will find useful in helping you dive into setting up your own Halloween spooktacular that is not scary at all. 
So the tip I want to give you this week is to use silly monsters, bugs, and mad scientist lab to explore fears, anxieties, and other emotions that kids might struggle with. I want to also add in there, as we just spoke about, the superheroes theme. You can tie science and math and gross motor and small motor and all kinds of fun skill building experiences into these topics. Some of the tools I want to share with you this week are that I want you to practice your subjects like math and science and reading and spelling into exploring themes like bugs and mad science and even life science, which is one that we didn't get to, and I'm going to dive deeper into it in a second. But it's one that can be a lot of fun because you can explore all kinds of animals and animal skeletons, which is fun creatively. It's a fun science activity. It's a fun activity for using your critical thinking and engaging loose parts that helps kids learn how animals of different kinds are structured and kids will have a spooky blast with it because they're going to explore different kinds of animals and how different kinds of animals, skeletons are the same and how they're different and how you put them together and what each bone does and how each, how many bones make up each body part and how they all connect together. So there's a whole lot of learning in that activity all on its own. As I always do, I want to encourage you to ask questions that will get kids engaged in conversations around all of these fun topics that we talked about. Some of the questions I would encourage you to use, but you can feel free to come up with your own, are, number one, are all bugs the same? How are they different? Number two, what does this potion do? What is it made of? And why did you create it? Number three, are all skeletons built the same? Why or why not? And how are they all connected together? And then I'm going to give you another series of questions. Who is your superhero? What is your superhero's story? What does your superhero do? What is his or her superhero superpower? And how will you teach or practice your superhero's superpower? 
How will it be demonstrated? So those are some fun questions that you can ask to get stories going about superheroes and mad science concoctions and all of these other fun, non-scary science Halloween themes. You're going to come up with some great stories for your silly monsters and hopefully learn some really interesting facts about bugs. And that brings us to our challenge of the week. I want to challenge you this week to use Halloween to engage skills, both existing skills and new skill sets, to learn subjects with fun. I want you to use the themes that we talked about to inspire fun learning and skill building activities that inspire your kids to dive deeper into topics that they may or may not have explored before. And most of all, I want you to have a blast this Halloween. I hope you have a great rest of the week. I want to thank you for joining me this week. I apologize for not being around the last few weeks. I think I've missed two episodes. Um, as you can tell, I'm still battling the very end of a very long-standing illness, and I hope to be over it soon. So thank you for joining me today, and I will talk to you next time.